Merry Christmas, people. This is not an episode where we're going to go hard on teaching you about bourbon and cigars. It's Christmas. This is the episode where we relax and you relax. Now, you may still have family in the house, in which case, I'm sorry, maybe they're gone, in which case, congratulations to you. I almost said Mazel Tov, but realized it was the wrong holiday. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. Right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And to celebrate Fingers, we went almost as high-end as we go. We're already smoking. We are already drinking because the day after Christmas, well, some people, some people are listening on Christmas. Some people are listening day after Christmas. They may be listening to the podcast. This is the moment for relaxation. All the gifts have been bought. They were all wrapped. They've been distributed uh, to the ungrateful children. Do you have ungrateful children, Fingers? <sighs> no, they, they're very grateful. But getting the gifts from the store to home and then trying to hide them when the kids don't go to school, that's a whole thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It does not make you want to say fa-la-la-la-la, la-la-la-la. It makes so, you want to go to the bourbon. So what we decided is we were going to treat ourselves. We treated ourselves in two very unique ways. On the cigar, we went with a Salomon, and on the bourbon, we went with the Angel Envy's cask strength bourbon this is glorious. This is the 2020. So, Fingers Malloy, put down your cigar and pick up your clapping hands. 120.4 proof. Right there. This mash bill is 72% corn, 18% rye, 10% malted barley. So, in order to be a bourbon, it has to be 51% corn. It has to be you know, soaked. It, it soaks. It sits. <laughs> oh, see, I'm in the Christmas spirit already. Uh, in, in a first-use American charred oak barrel, right? There are rules about the proof it could be going in and the proof it could be coming out, and the only way you can change that is to add water to dilute the proof. Nothing else can be done. This is $200 a bottle Ooh, bourbon. Merry Christmas. Right here. And taking that nose, this is a wonderful, wonderful deep amber, almost a bit of copper there. I wouldn't say it's got a, on the glass, a serious viscosity uh, in terms of sticking to the side, but the actual juice itself seems to have a bit of heft. That nose is luscious. Cinnamon raisin, that's what I'm getting. That is a good pick right there. There's a bit of molasses. There's a, almost a rum kind of feel uh, uh, to this for sure. And a dark rum look, too. So I'm not an expert enough on rums to know, right? I don't know how I would compare that to other things. What I do know is compared to other uh, bourbons, this is, this is some really, really dark. Now, being uh, the, the, the cask strength, um, this is finished in a port wine barrel. So that's adding certainly to some of that flavor right there, in or I should say in terms of that nose and in terms of the look. Oh, it does smell good. Mm-hmm. It smells, it doesn't smell 120 proof. Let's see. We, we do it neat. We, we haven't changed for Christmas. We do, you know what? Add it to a milkshake for all I care. It's Christmas. You're entitled. Go ahead. You ready, Fingers Malloy? Yeah, oh, here we go. All right. And he's taking his sip. He is doing what's known as the Kentucky Chew right there. Uh, he's giving it a little nod of approval. He seems happy at the moment. I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, it is... 
not overly sweet. It's that dark fruit kind of flavor. A little bit of spice, a little bit of sting on the tongue. Uh, not any burn on the throat, not any burn going down into your chest. Very nice, very fall. Okay. There's a lot on the tongue there. From the tip, that sting, to the actually the mid-tongue, not even the sides, there's a sting. Feeling it down the back of the tongue, but not the back of the throat, it has actually sided on one side of the chest unless I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> right? Keep an eye on me. Make sure, do I smell toast? No, we're fine. We're good. What? What? Holy. That's a stroke. If you smell, Isn't that it? You smell toast? I've never heard and, that before. I believe it is. Uh, look, I'm not a doctor, but I think it is. <laughs> This is luscious. Now, I want to immediately add a cube because I just want to get a little chill in there. But my gosh, there's a wonderful amount of fruit. There is that that bit of syrupy sweet that's going on. You can actually feel uh, some oak in there. Now, someone's going to say, Tony, I don't care. I'm not spending $200 on a bottle. I'm not going to tell you no. I'm not telling you you have to spend $200 a bottle. I'm telling you it's Christmas, and I did it, damn it, and I'll do it again. <laughs> That's basically it. Uh, how are you, Fingers Malloy? Uh, what is your take on, on this, and what is your take on the Christmas season so far? Well, this bottle, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head for me. I, I can't spend $200 on a, a bottle of bourbon. I can't get myself to do that. I'll go to a casino and blow $200 and get a lot less enjoyment out of that than a, a, a bottle of, of bourbon. This is fantastic. This is wonderful. And you're right. At the most, I would put a splash of water into this to, to open it up. I'm doing, but, I'm doing a chip. But going Boom. back to what we talked about several weeks ago as far as how seasons can affect how you smoke a cigar and your uh, your palate, what you want to drink. Uh, now that we're you know basically in winter, it's 30 degrees outside. We're getting our first snowfall in central yes. Indiana. Uh, I have no urge to put this on the rocks at all. We're normally, you know, if this, if this were June, I would pour it on a rock immediately. But this, to me, has a very fall-winter feel to it. It's a wonderful feel. Now, what did we pair it with with a cigar? Again, we went special. Now, you guys know we record very often at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana. And they're in Nashville, and they're in Houston, where we're heard on KSEV, and they're in Pittsburgh as well. Well, they are a Davidoff Lounge. Now, trust me, 2021 is going to bring a lot of new and unique cigars. We're working with people to bring cigars in to try because we want to make sure we're giving everybody their due. But the guys at Blend, Corey Johnston, uh, he has been working for five years on a Solomon. Now, if you don't know what the Solomon shape of a cigar is, it is basically seven and a quarter by 57 where it gets a little bit thicker. So it, it tapers to the, to, the, to the cap and then tapers to the foot. You, you cut the cap usually in a V to be able to keep the cigar integrity. You don't want to cut off too much of the cigar and really be able to get that good open draw. That's what a V cut does. It cuts into it. And then you, kept, you keep the foot right where it is and you just let that burn out right there. What they have built is this blend Salomon, which is an incredible shape. This is $95 a cigar. If you've ever had, Ooh. right? If you've ever had some of the Davidoff Solomons, you can pay $100 a cigar uh, for them. It's an espresso brown uh, wrapper uh, that, that, that you're dealing with. Uh, it's uh, Those tobaccos are coming from a region uh, where Davidoff does a lot of things in the Dominican that's proprietary. It's only theirs. 
So to make this comparison to other cigars, I can't do that for you. What I can do is share with you what we're doing and share that sometimes you throw away the money and you do it for the experience and the relaxation. And after this year and after this holiday season, <laughs> the blend Davidoff uh, Salomon, right? And, of course, the A Angel's Envy, the cask strength. Actually, it's called the blend exclusive Salomon. I don't want to get it wrong right there. Um, this is the way to kick back after a very grueling maybe holiday and a grueling year. So much to get to. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Feliz Navidad and a happy new year and a Merry Christmas. And I don't know what the other expressions are. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, the Angel's Envy cast strength, which I added just a chip to. And it's glorious. And doing uh, the blend exclusive Salomon. Uh, a Salomon is a big, big cigar. Give it two hours. You're going to do it. Now, this is David, th th This is uh, Dominican through and through. Uh, here, um, it's gonna have uh, bits of earth, bits of dark chocolate, bits of of, of almost of coffee uh, going on there. There's a lovely mix of things, and of course, for me, Dominican always that that bit of spice, always that thing that exists there. Now you can find other Salomones. It's just S A L A M O N E Salomone. That's what I'm saying. We went with this because. It was something new that we really wanted to get to. Very rarely are we spending $95 a stick. But the holidays have come and gone, and we got through it. <laughs> and we didn't want to wait till New Year's. <laughs> That's basically what happened. Yeah, and for people who are used to the structure of the show being a little different, the reason why we started off with the cigar today is like what Tony said. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking... Some people say 85 minutes. Some people say two hours. We talked to a gentleman, Richard, who works here at Blend Bar Cigar. He said it took him three hours to smoke this bad boy the other day. So, yeah, I'll be done in seven minutes. <laughs> we wanted to give it the time. And honestly, we wanted uh, to, to relax. It's been, a, it's been a rough year for everybody all, uh, all the way around. And so far, I'm super pleased with the cigar. I'm pleased with the richness. I love Love this wrapper. Oily, not grit, but oily all the way around. Built, feels right in the hand. I adore it. No, a $95 stick is not your humidor. No, a $95 stick is not your everyday cigar. Just wanted to give it a go, guys. I mean, that's where we are. It's a Christmas cigar. It's right? a, it's New, a cigar. New Year's Eve cigar. It's, it's a cigar that you definitely can't rush. It's a cigar that you want to go out on your back deck if you're you know able to, if it's not too cold, or fi find a place where you can sit back, relax, and know that you're going to get probably 90 minutes to two hours of a very enjoyable smoke. Yeah, and it forces you to sit down and relax, which we could all desperately use. Uh, you found this story, Fingers Malloy, and I got to tell you how much I hate this story. <laughs> With such a passion, what a way to ruin my cigar, my, my blend exclusive Salomon, and, uh, and my Angel's Envy cast strength. It's from the Today Show. Year in review, top five diet and nutrition trends of 2020. We could have written this article for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to start at the end because this is the one that's totally true. And there is, there is no putting the horse back in the barn or in ringing the bell or whatever your expression is. Plant-based eating will continue to gain momentum. The whole Beyond Meat conversation 
This is where people are. Now, I argue solely from a health standpoint, uh, I get why people do it. I don't mind alternatives. I, I don't think it's as healthy as the real thing. That's my take. I'm Dr. Katz. You can actually hear the Doogie Howser theme song playing underneath my theory. But yeah, plants here to stay. Well, and the thing is, too, back in the 90s, people tried to get on this bandwagon, and they had some plant-based burger patties you could buy, and they were terrible. I mean, just awful. I tried them. Tried throwing them on the grill. Didn't they do the black bean things? Yeah. Like a lot of that? Yeah, and it was just bad. Look, this isn't my thing. I'm not going to criticize you if this is your thing, but I will say the quality of the product has gotten so much better than back in the 90s. Well, thank God. Yeah. Thank God we've we've progressed on something. Um, But one of the things they have is, of course, the reality. We cooked more. And that is here to stay. And, of course, we've covered this from every angle. On the restaurant side, to the idea of the commute has become cooking. That no longer is it about how quickly can you make a meal. It's what kind of meal can you make because you have time. Because that 30-minute commute... That's your time to cook. That 45-minute commute, that's your time to cook, and people are completely taking advantage of it. The question will be exactly, right? So this, according to um, a group called the FMI Foundation, 40% of Americans say they're cooking more often than they did before the pandemic. I believe that number is soft. It's definitely more than that. How many stay that way? To break someone's habit is is very, very difficult. But it's been nine months of this. So are the habits broken and people are done grabbing the quick thing and saying at least for three meals a week, which is a huge change and changes in economics in big ways, are they cooking at home? I think so. And I, I, I feel bad for our friends in the hospitality industry and in the, in the restaurant industry because... People have discovered that they enjoy staying home and maybe cooking a higher quality meal than they normally would. Instead of grabbing the Hamburger Helper, even though Hamburger Helper would make an excellent sponsor of the Eat, Drink, Smoke radio program. sure would. Uh, But getting better food, uh, a more quality meal at home instead of, because they don't have that long commute. It's like, oh, we we can take an hour to cook a meal instead of 10 minutes and we're saving money. I think that this may be a shift in U.S. consumer thinking. Well, one of the things that happened this year, and I I didn't anticipate this almost having like a retrospective kind of of show. We didn't plan it uh, that way. One of the best stories of the year was this woman who went to, I think it was Medium, one of the blogging sites, and she was angry with the people who were baking. Because yeast became something that was hard to find because everyone was learning how to bake bread. They were experimenting and trying and having a ball. They were posting photos. And this woman said, how dare you? I need to make my own bread. She's got this issue, that issue, the other issue. And you're just doing this and you're keeping the people who really need to bake their own bread from baking. And then that story went viral and five minutes later she deleted it. And rightfully so. I'm not sure if the meals stay, but the idea that people now know that they can, that's where the shift is. So what they're making at home, I can't guarantee. For my family, we were already people who did things, right? We do the Sunday meal. 
we make it. We very often will make jambalaya. We do a, a pretty awesome work on short ribs. I can do our recipe for top rounds and how we do a top round steak, making sure that we get it from a butcher so we keep the fat cap on it. Salt, pepper, garlic in the oven, seven minutes a pound, right? Seven minutes a pound. So it's a four pound thing, 28 minutes at 475 degrees. We put it at 500, put it in 475 for 28 minutes. If it's four pounds, seven minutes a pound, turn it off and leave it in the oven for two and a half hours. Medium rare to medium, perfect and delightful and fantastic. And we do that once a month. We do that once a month and it's easy to do. You don't have to think about it. And then we play around with sides and do uh, uh, other things. We've added certainly cooking to more of our midweek as well because we have the, the, the capability to do so. But that's with us forever. The amount of baking going on in my house, through the roof. Through the roof. But it isn't so much breads. It's it's dessert-esque items. It's 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 a lot of keto. I'm, uh. I'm embarrassed. But it's true. But cooking more, unbelievably true. And the plant-based, yeah. Plant-based is absolutely here to stay. America has bought in like electric vehicles. America has bought in to the plant-based. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you are as relaxed as we are right now. I'm Tony Katz. That's America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The Angel's Envy cask strength, this 120 proof, $200 a bottle. We're celebrating, people. It's Christmas. It's lovely. It is lovely. Now, again, at $200, I don't know if this is in your liquor cabinet, but you want to do a special thing with special friends? Absolutely. This is it, one of the things that we can say, and I think clearly, Fingers, this lives up to the hype. Absolutely. I put just a tad of chilled water in this and opened it up. Took a little bit of that spice away, but added a little sting for me, oddly enough. But that may be a reaction, too, to uh, you know the pairing with this cigar, how it's impacting my palate. Uh, but this, this is wonderful. And again, at $200 a bottle, I can understand why people would shy away from something like this. But... Uh, if your friend has a bottle, by all means. <laughs> That's also true about boats. You don't need your own boat. What you need is a friend with a boat. And we're smoking from Blend, their exclusive uh, Salomon. So that first third is uh, black pepper, uh, some, some spice, uh, leather. And then as you get into that second third, it's going to bring in a little more nuttiness and a little more cream to it. Now, this, again, is a very special cigar. You can find this. Um, in terms of the shape, that Salomon shape, which is that, so is that seven and a quarter inch uh, shape, and it, it tapered at the foot, tapered uh, there where you're smoking from at the cap. Use a V cut on this, right? Digging into it. That's a horrible way to say that, right? Cutting into it cleanly and effortlessly. There, a V cut um, to be able to get the full draw out of it and really appreciate it. It's the idea that we're just celebrating getting through this year. Right. That's what we're doing. So we went big with a $95 cigar, a $200 a bottle bourbon. You do not. You've listened to us long enough to know. You don't have to do this. Uh, I, I do, before we get into news of the week, there have been some interesting conversations about whether or not, fingers, we should get into the world of certifications. We have been discussing this amongst ourselves. One of the things that we enjoy about the show, and we hear from you and really do appreciate so much, 
when you reach out on Facebook, Eat, Drink, Smoke, uh, all right, or you, 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 know, you comment on, on the podcast, which you can find at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play. Just look for Eat, Drink, Smoke and write a review. We're not trying to tell you what to drink. We're sharing with you what we're drinking and what we're experiencing from it. And you have to come up with your own rules. You have to come up with whether or not it works for you. What is interesting about the idea of the certification is not the certification. It's the idea of us as enjoying amateurs, getting a better understanding of everything that we're doing so we can, we can share it to the best of our ability. And then, you know, are these classes worth it? Things like that. So that's going to be part of what 2021 has to bring. We've got a new website coming along uh, at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. We're going to be getting into these certifications. We have got a whole list of new cigars that we're going to be trying. And we're going to be, and this is where I don't know it. I want to hear from people. Possibly breaking out of just bourbons. Start playing in scotches. Start playing in rums. Start playing in tequilas. Start playing in maybe some interesting and popular beers that are going on out there. Mixed drinks. Really start playing around. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Tony, because I've heard from uh, more than one person that has hit me up who has said, listen, I'm not a bourbon person. I enjoy listening to the show. I, I like the cigars. I, I like the other topics that you talk about. Are you ever going to try uh, reviewing vodka? Uh, you're going to do gin. Are you going to do some mixed drinks that maybe we don't typically think about when we go to a bar and we, we order a mixed drink? And I think that there are opportunities to do that in, in 2021. So we're going to get into that. But I, I do want to hear uh, from you if if you've got an idea and a thought and maybe recommendations of, of um, what it is we should be trying. We want to hear it all. Some cool changes coming as we've been growing with the show and celebrating Christmas has been fantastic. News of the week, Fingers Malloy, what do you got? Oh, Tony. No, 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 no. We said no coronavirus stories. I wasn't going to say anything about the coronavirus. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. You, what? You, you remember Prince Harry and, and, and Meghan Markle? I remember she was in the show Suits, and I was like, she's hot. Yes. Hot. She's also rich. <laughs> filthy no, no, rich. No, 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 no. The queen is filthy rich. Harry may be rich. She has some money. According to Newsweek, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle could be the $10 billion royal couple with their multi-year Netflix and Spotify deals dwarfed by investments, experts say. If that's the case, God bless them. I was wrong. Walk away from the royal family. Don't deal with all the drama. The, you're always going to have the paparazzi, but after a while, it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of fade compared to the way it used to be. $10 billion, Tony. That's what the uh, B, kids. Can I tell you that I am not a Royals watcher like some people are Royals watchers. I like the Queen. And what I like about the Queen is that anybody who can handle the Blitzkrieg, that's my kind of woman. Right? Yeah. Um, there is an interview I would give anything to do because her view of history, Queen Elizabeth's view of history, is unmatched. Who could even begin to have that kind of take and those kinds of experiences? I would, I would give anything for her to, to sit down and share that story. She's infuriated when people try and privately make money off of this. And you better believe 
and I believe it will come in 2021, they will no longer be royals. She will take the titles, and she will be right. And now the question is, when you have a $10 billion deal for Meghan Markle and, and Harry, um, how does that work out in the divorce? So does Harry only get a tenth? Like, like what happens there? Does it matter? $10 billion. Hey, you know what? I would settle for $400 million. You are a pauper. True. But, and at that point, bourbon's on me for everybody. <laughs> you are a... Ju- <laughs> I... I, I do admit, I think about how hard I work at the shows that I do and the studying that I do and the time away from family. And I, I, I have no jealousies, right? I just don't own them. But, oh, that makes me sick. <laughs> I should, I, right? Their money is no effect on my money. And I'm fine with that. But, oh, does that make me so sick? So, ah, uh, you know what? I'm enjoying Christmas I got the Angels Envy cast drink. I've got the blend exclusive Salomon. I'm leading my best life, but my best life doesn't have $10 billion coming to me, so my best life ain't worth a damn. <laughs> damn. Speaking of rich women, Tony. Well, hello. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, right. plans to donate $4.2 billion to charity. It's her with, money. Do with, it what you will. With a B. Right. $4.2 billion. Billion. It's your money. Do with it what you will and what you choose. See, that's different. She was part of that couple with Jeff Bezos. People will argue that she played a significant part in the creation of, of, of Amazon. They got divorced. Okay. She was he was also messing around with a married woman. It's 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 her money, right? Do with it what you will. But she was there at the beginning of a thing. Meghan Markle? Megan, are, are, are we so desperate for celebrity that we're willing to do this to ourselves? And what, is, what has she done that's remotely, remotely interesting? See, Harry, he at least did the Invictus Games, right? Those, are, those games are like the Olympics for, for um, people who have been injured in, in, in war. I love it. Appreciate the daylights out of he it. He served in the military, He too. did serve in the military. But when she gives away the money, when when Ms. Bezos gives away the money, no issue. Meghan Markle, $10 billion. Every every life choice I have made is complete. (laughs) Actually, life is is pretty good. Life is pretty, pretty good. That much is is true. I don't. I don't know if you've made me happy or sad in this in this news of the week. It's a happy ending. Four point two billion dollars going to charity. Do we have a charity? The, uh, then the I'm not that happy. Bourbon fund. The um. eat drink. I, I can I can go with that. <laughs> this is eat drink smoke. A very happy update and a very merry Christmas. Eat drink smoke. Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. Make sure you find us on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash Eat Drink Smoke. We told the story, Fingers Malloy, about the guy who rescued his puppy from an alligator and never dropped a cigar. <laughs> this guy, what is he, 70 or is he in his 60s? And and he has this four-month-old puppy. The puppy's out playing around. It's Florida. This little alligator, baby alligator, but still alligator, comes out of the water, grabs the puppy in its mouth, pulls the puppy in, right? Because that's what alligators do. I mean, that's how they, they kill their prey. This guy... 
He's got his cutoff t-shirt. He's, he's, he's in his shorts. He's got his hat. He jumps in, picks up the dang alligator, brings it to the, to the, to the shoreline, if you will, of this pond, and then pries the alligator's mouth open, freeing the puppy, cigar in his mouth the entire time, never, ever dropped the cigar. Guy's my hero. Yeah. And I said, if anybody could tell us who he is or how we can get in touch with him, Richard Wilbanks is his name, whatever he's smoking, we will send him a box just to say thank you. Well, Lee County, Florida is where this took place. And the Lee County Sheriff's Office has made the dog a deputy. <laughs> it's so smart. It is so great. So they've got this thing called the Pets on Patrol program, and they're going to use the dog and bring the dog to, like, schools and other events to teach kids about safety. Um, that's just super smart. How do you take something that's this crazy cool story and allow it to kind of live on? I would not have thought of that. Maybe it's a little campy. I love every bit of it. He's McGator, the crime dog, is what he is. Instead of McGruff. You see what I did there, Tony? I see what you did there. And it was How lame. are you not in marketing? Right? <laughs> oh, good God. No, but it is a good idea, especially going to the schools and teaching kids, uh, heck, about pond safety. I mean, that could have been a bigger alligator, and that could have been a small child. And that's exactly it. So one of the things they're going to be doing is uh, alligators in the pond, toads, cane toads, things that can make you sick. They're going to use the puppy as a way of kind of engaging kids in some of these issues and you may not live in florida these are florida things right uh, i didn't grow up where they had tornadoes uh, I, every time the tornado siren goes off and i'm home so i can hear it fridays at 11 a.m i freak out I'm like what wait what is that really I'm still not used to it oh see it's uh, that's no big deal if you've oh, lived, you if, if you've grown up in this area but you're right. Some of these regional things you have to worry about. I've got friends in Arizona who will tell me, well, you can't put your shoe on. No, you have to check your shoe. I do that all the yeah. time. Check the shoe for scorpions. Absolutely, because I, I went to Arizona State. Uh, I lived in Southern California. I check my shoes all the time. I also have a pair of shoes near my bed because of my time in California and earthquakes. Because if you have an earthquake and glass breaks... How are you going to go? You got to put on your shoes before you go find your kids. Oh, wow. You got to, you know, be prepared. All of a sudden, you're way. John McClane and Die Hard trying it's, to maneuver. Around I'm trying people. not to be. By the way, Die Hard, Christmas movie or not Christmas movie? Yes, it's a Christmas movie. Okay. Correct answer is I don't care. It's a good movie. <laughs> I'm not getting into that fight. That fight has broken up families, and I, and oh, I do not want to be a part of it. It's that and pineapple on a pizza seem to be the two things that rear its uh, Pineapple on a pizza is just fine. Absolutely. Just fine. No no, no issues there. Oh, we're going to get so much hate this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Stop it. This is a recall. And it's from a company called Fiskars. F-I-S-K-A-R-S. It is a recall for their 16-foot chain drive extendable pole saw and pruner and their 16-foot power level extendable pole saw and pruner. And what's the issue? The pole can separate from the blade head, which means if you're cutting a high branch, the blade can fall off and then cut you in half like it's an episode of The Boys and it's Homelander doing his business. You know, uh, 
I'm not a professional lumberjack. What? Surprisingly, by looking at me, uh, I've got the build for it. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to do that. By the way, do you know what Fingers looks like? Fingers is six foot three, full beard with a, a fair touch of gray. He often rocks the mohawk, although he hasn't in, I think, the past year. year yeah. uh, everything he wears is in con- conjunction with Harley-Davidson, who would be a brilliant sponsor of the Eat, Drink, Smoke. And you own a Harley, right? Yes, a 72 Electroglide. It's an old police bike. Right. By the way, every time you say Electroglide, I snicker. That's, <laughs> is that your tee? Tee. That's, that's absolutely it. Oh, everything he wears. Like, if, if they just wanted to outfit him, and photos of fingers in with different uh, outfits with cigars. He'd do it. It'd be amazing stuff. He's actually wearing one of his Christmas gifts. This is my bourbon drinking shirt. That's what it says. That's he's that guy at this moment. So lumberjack in a, in a high know, end in a high end cigar lounge. And, and <laughs> that's right. And and you're so you're six three and you wear you weigh. Anywhere between 250 and 700 pounds yeah. any given day. Depending on the week and if I had a carb. Right. Yes. Um, so you're not a lumberjack, but you were saying... I don't think that that head of the saw is supposed to fall off the pole. It is not. Okay. No. That, that's no. why they're recalling it. That is why oh, they're you recalling could get hurt. it. I, I, I would think that a hard hat wouldn't be enough to protect you in that Can situation. Can I tell you, as, as a radio host, I find it almost my obligation to share recalls, like when there's like like puppy food recalls or, or car recalls. I, I really do. I think it's my responsibility to share that stuff because we're, we're joking. Man, someone can get hurt. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. you know, blasting Fiskers. Sometimes something gets made wrong. You don't know it was made wrong. Something, there's a, a part that doesn't work. But if, if you have one of these, these Fiskers 16-foot chain drive extendable or the 16-foot power lever extendable pulse on pruner, uh, go get that checked out or go uh, replace it. What do you have? What's going on with you? Because those I wanted to share those stories, but I'm so enjoying this cigar right now. I'm enjoying the Angel's Envy cast strength is dumb good. Yes. $200 a bottle, 120 proof. It is dumb good. A special occasion for sure. In the liquor cabinet, I can't. I can't bring myself to do $200 in the liquor cabinet. But for something special, really, really special, yeah. Yeah. You know who else is really special, Tony? Is that a segue? Mariah Carey. The voice of an angel, Tony. If you tell me she has a $10 billion deal with Netflix, I'm going to cry. No, but she's usually... Well, she has been in uh, previous years part of the New Year's Eve special, the the Dick Clark New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest and all that stuff. Well, obviously, things have been scaled back this year because of uh, current events. Uh, she's going to become an Airbnb host for New Year's Eve in New York's Times Square for a lucky couple staying in a dome overlooking the limited celebrations. They're going to have it on top of a building, this dome, clear dome, and it's just got a bed and a, 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 a chair. <laughs> and you can, you, you can rent this out. Uh, Where do you go to the bathroom? I'm a very practical person. I need answers to my question. Well, we'll we'll put we'll. Uh, Wait, are we'll, you showing me the photo? Uh, I'm going to show you the photo. The, and we, we, story we will put we'll, the, the 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 image up there on the Facebook page. Uh, there is no place to go to the bathroom in that dome. There's a there's a queen size bed. There's a a bit of like a a, a cushioned chair. Um, and anybody who wants to have sex in that bedroom 
you are going to be on YouTube. Yes. Nope, wait. Uh, they don't do it on YouTube. One of the other sites. You something else. Right? That's that's going to happen. What's the? How much does it cost? Why, why are you doing it? I, I don't know. And here's the thing, too. Uh, and why is Mariah Carey hosting? Like, what? Hi, welcome to your dome. Okay, bye now. Does she sing you to sleep? She's going to appear virtually, Tony. Oh, good Lord. Uh, the... There's no price on this uh, as of yet. Yeah, I don't know if this is a bid uh, auction, but the uh, uh, you get the room, which you said everyone can see in there. Right. So uh, people will be able to see what's going on. Uh, you also get extras, including a $5,000 shopping credit along New York City's famous Fifth Avenue. Are any of the stores open? <laughs> do you see my problem? People, stay home. Do not, do not sleep in the dome. Don't do it. Merry Christmas. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, or you had the merry little Christmas, and hopefully now you're doing what we're doing and relaxing, and relaxing with only the finest things. The Angel's Envy Cast Strength Bourbon, a very special Salomon cigar. This is the blend exclusive. And then, of course, a meat and cheese tray from Hillshire Farms. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And it it is the Christmas episode, and we started early. We started with the Angel's Envy Cask Strength Bourbon, 120 proof, really just wonderful, especially that nose with that, ooh, I, I got myself excited, <laughs> that bit of cinnamon, that 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 bit of syrup, that, that kind of raisin, as, as Fingers described it, the kind of rum flavoring in there, just glorious, and then and then that palate that has a, a, a good amount of fruit. I got a, a fair amount of the oak out of it. I have it just on a one chip. That's all I did, and loving every second of it. Oh, and it's one of those bottles that while it's $200 may turn some people off obviously because the pr- may turn off a lot of people <laughs> because, of the, because price. of the price but wow this is so great on a cold winter's night it just feels like oh it's keeping me nice and toasty and warm uh, I, I absolutely love it and the cigar that we're doing is exclusive to where we are which is Blend Bar Cigar where we're, where we're recording in Indianapolis uh, but they're in Nashville they're in Houston they're, they're in Pittsburgh and they made their own, and they do a lot of work with Davidoff. So this is Dominican throughout. So we're talking about seven and a quarter inches long with a 57 ring gauge at its most bulbous point, but it's a Salomon. So it starts off at a tip. That foot is at a tip, and it will slowly engage. So that draw is a little more difficult when you start. But you utilize a V-cut. Get in there, and you can really open up the cigar without damaging the cigar, without losing any of the length of the cigar. And there's really just some miraculous flavor. If you look where you are, uh, you might find uh, the Royal Salomon from Davidoff. You'll find others uh, in this shape. We chose these because it's been a rough year. (laughs) And we just wanted to celebrate. We're celebrating with a $95 cigar. We don't smoke $95 cigars on average. We don't. You know, $95, that should put a fair amount into your humidor (laughs) if if you're doing it right. Um, And there are reasons to sometimes try the things. And, of course, you can't have the holidays without the gift pack from Hillshire Farms. Now, I saw these when I was a kid. 
growing up, they were in the mall. Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey, Mammoth Mall, Eatontown, New Jersey. Hillshire Farms had the kiosk. I do a fundraiser for the Salvation Army every year with my with my home station, WIBC, in Indianapolis. And we raise hundreds of thousands of dollars every year for the Salvation Army. Very, very cool. Happy to do it. Um, and every year, this is their thank you. It is the meat and cheese box. So you've got a summer sausage. You have a beef summer sausage. There's a there's a cheddar, which is right there, fingers. Uh, there's there's a gouda. There's some some lovely mustard, and then some some crackers. Ooh. You can you, you can have uh, some rounds from Valley Lavash Baking Company if if you if you want a cracker right there. I've never eaten out of a Hillshire Farms thing before. Are I don't you recall- serious? No, I've done this so many times that maybe I've tried it. And it's the kind of thing, like, the way this is wrapped, this this uh, summer sausage, this is how we used to do salami. Growing up as a kid, it would come in the oh. tube, but it was Hebrew national, right? I grew up I grew up in a kosher home yeah, for part okay. of my life, you know? So there were no summer sausages that were available. You grew up with this? Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm taking a bite gonna, of the summer we're, sausage. If we're going to do the whole flashback thing as a kid, you know, I grew up in, in Saginaw, Michigan, Fashion Square Mall. Had uh, the cart and the two things you would do, uh, you know, around holiday times, you'd go to Sears, and Sears ah. had the candy counter back in the day, where they had what a candy counter, really? Oh, I, I know. Yes. I, I went to Sears, but I didn't oh, know about candy. Oh, that counter. was a big deal. I mean, it was almost like a fanny farmer type place. It, it, you know, it would have a huge counter, and all the candy was underneath the, the glass. And you could buy bulk candy and popcorn and all that. So it was a special treat to go there. And then on the way out, you'd stop and get the Hillshire Farms gift pack, and that would be part of the, the holiday tradition. So it is for people. And and every time I get it, I actually turn to some people like. What am I supposed to do with this? And they're like, you're supposed to eat it. And and it just it never dawned on me that it would actually be good. Uh, the, the beef sausage is lovely, by the way. There's definitely a fair amount of salt in here. Well, what else are you going to expect from from a from a from a sausage, right? But the consistency is right. It's got a good little bit of flavor uh, going on there. I didn't do the full summer one. I'm sending you home with that, fingers Malloy, because oh, well, thank I care. You. And doing it with the processed cheddar cheese. Right now, you've made yourself a little sandwich. Oh, absolutely! You got to have the 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 cracker and then the meat and then the cheese on top. That's the that's the way to do it. So you're telling me that did you eat this at Christmas? Did you eat this around Christmas? Like, is this what you did? And then created a whole little tray about it, and mom would slice everything up, or did people slice their own? Because this came with a knife. It came with a little like cheese knife that um, I, I I don't know if this would cut anything else. But certainly cut the cheese. Well, there you go. Uh, I see what, see what we did there. there. No, we would have the tray, and it would be next to Mother Malloy's holiday hooch that we ah. had during the Thanksgiving episode. And uh, no, that's that's what you would snack on before the meal. You'd have this nice meat and cheese tray from Hillshire Farms, who, by the way, would make an excellent sponsor of each. Well, now Mom. they would. Now that I know, <laughs> I went this long. I'm this many years old before I, I tried the Hillshire Farms. Um, the cheese itself, I guess it's cheddar. I'm going to say it this way. I guess it's cheddar. I will admit, I do have some levels of cheese fetish. Like, I want to try things. Now, the stuff that's really and truly stinky, I'm not talking about blue cheese. I'm talking about the really and truly stinky cheese. I can't. I can't get through it. Yeah, I to was, see what the flavors are. I was are. surprised you went with the cheddar and not you're, you, you know, when we There's get, a Gouda in here yeah, as well. Yeah, I thought you were going to go right after the Gouda. See, because I know I'm going to get disappointed. 
I know I'm going to... The, the cheddar is very much a cheese whiz cheddar mm-hmm. that's just in block form. I'm not saying there isn't a place for it. I I have had now... I mean, it, my, my go-to is Havarti. I can eat Havarti with everything, on everything, anytime, all the time. Describe that. I've never had it. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how I would describe Havarti cheese. Delicious. That's, uh, that's the best I could do. I don't even know... What some sometimes would it, would you describe Havarti as as a little bit of of, of nutty, right? Because you could do that sometimes with, with with a gouda, right? You could you could describe it uh, uh, that way. Um, it's it's uh, sweet. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, I, I would I would never say anything else. It's it's not harsh at all. Um, in in that way, I don't know how I would describe it other than. I, I love it. I find it to, to be creamy. I find it um, to work with everything. If I want to cut it up and put it on a salad, it works. If I want to have it melted over a piece of chicken, it, it works. But not a sandwich. Oh, you could totally do Havarti and sandwiches. I don't eat sandwiches. Right? You could absolutely. I keep forgetting about the whole bread thing. Oh, I'm just the worst. Uh, it's, I enjoy it. That's that's the best I can do. I enjoy a good Havarti. Uh, so this, the, the cheese I can take a pass on. But the summer sausage, to me, summer sausage is lovely. You can have this. And now and now I know how people celebrate Christmas. This is what I've been missing my whole life, growing up celebrating Hanukkah. I never got a Hillshire Farms for, for Hanukkah. Well, so what was the, well. What was the thing for Hanukkah? It was yeah. latkes. You made them yourself. Potato pancakes, which I am a pro at. And they were amazing this year. Absolutely amazing. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. The media continues to release their lists of bad fast food, and I continue to disagree with them. Welcome back <laughs> to Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Fingers Malloy, along with Tony Katz. And Tony, we la- a couple weeks ago, we did a review Yahoo called the Wendy's Pretzel Pub Triple Cheeseburger the worst food item, fast food item of 2020 because it was ridiculously unhealthy. 2,500 calories, 1,900 grams of sodium. It was okay. I mean, I'm not going to knock it. It was fine. You wouldn't turn away if it was there. It ain't a McRib. It is not a McRib. It's not a McRib, but again, part of the problem for you is you can't eat the bun. No, I can eat the bun. It's just that if I eat the bun, the pain is going to be astronomical. It sucks, but it is the reality. Well, so eat this, not that. Came okay. out with a list of the worst fast food burgers of 2020, and I look at each one of these burgers on the list, and I think to myself, "That looks delicious." Okay, so this is the list of the worst. What the worst burgers? Yes, and it's basically because of how unhealthy they are. Oh, okay, okay. So this isn't about flavor. No, this is about somebody else's view of what health right. should be. Right. So this is all about priorities, Tony. Right. When I brought us in, I disagree with them because, uh, you know, look at me. Do I look like I'm counting calories? You are the healthiest person. You could win the X Games. No? No. Number one on the list, Whataburger's Hatch Green Chili Burger. One burger, 1,160 calories, or 71 grams of fat, 21 grams of saturated fat. It's got two beef patties, three strips of bacon, Two slices of cheese and green chilies, all slathered in mayonnaise. 
2,750 milligrams of sodium, 66 carbs with 3 grams of fiber. So that's 63 net carbs for you keto folk. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. The, the, you know, I'm looking at the photo, and I don't want to get uh, – I don't want the Texas people being angry with me. I never want the Texas folk being angry with me. That is an unappetizing-looking bun. That bun looks that bun looks like a Twinkie that's been left in the sun. It's the photo, right? I'm sure when you get the burger, it's different. But you'd eat this. Find Tony on Twitter at Tony Katz. <laughs> oh, you, you mess with what a burger and the Texas people go off. I'm I, I, I love Texas. We are gonna do an episode from Texas in twenty twenty one. I don't know if that's true, but we're certainly gonna try. I do wanna take the show on, on the road. So that's considered the worst yes. in terms of health. Where, what else is on the list? Well, the oddly enough, the Impossible Burger, Tony. Of course it is. From Burger King, the Impossible Whopper. It's only 628 calories only, but compared to some of the other things on the list, like, oh, that doesn't sound so well, bad. Well, first, the Whataburger is two patties, and the Whopper is one. Yes. So, so there, there's that. But it is 628 calories. But So what makes it bad? Well, it says at first glance, uh, it seems like a good option if you don't eat meat and you're craving fast food, a fast food burger. Uh, but when it comes to health, the burger is still high in sodium, fat, and carbs. 58 grams of carbs, 4 grams of fiber, 1,078 milligrams of sodium. But, you know, I mean, once you start going through the sodium, like number three on this list is the quarter pounder with cheese and bacon from from McDonald's. 1,470 grams of mil, milligrams, not grams, milligrams of sodium. 43 carbs. So it's less in carbs, but more in the you're going to feel it as you slowly ease out of the water retention for four days. Right. Now, here's a quirk that I have, and I don't know if you feel this way. Uh, looking at the quarter pounder with cheese and bacon, it's topped like a traditional quarter pounder, and then they just throw the bacon in. Right. I don't know if I enjoy burgers that have mustard and ketchup with bacon. That doesn't feel like that's a good combination. It doesn't sound extreme to me. Like, oh, mustard, ketchup, and bacon? I have no issue with that whatsoever. What's 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 wrong with that? Most of the burgers I have that have bacon on it usually are mayonnaise-based, uh, and there's not ketchup and mustard. I, I, I Mustard on bacon? Does that sound good to you? Well, let's get me some mustard and bacon right now and find <laughs> out. Because I think, yes. Number four on this list, uh, now, that, now that I've got it, from Sonic... The Garlic Butter Bacon Burger, which is 870 calories, 55 grams of fat, 1,510 milligrams of sodium, and 55 grams of carbs. How is this somehow better for you than the, than the McDonald's one? This list is weird. It is weird. But this and, sounds delicious. And I think that it does sound delicious. Butter, I, garlic, bacon. I, Are they trying to sexually appease me? <laughs> well, the thing that I've noticed on this list that they really harp on, I know you should investigate this when you are going to order something from a restaurant is the sodium content. I never look at sodium. Do you, is that something you focus on? I don't focus to- on it, but if something has 1,500 milligrams of sodium, maybe I'll be like, nah, nah, it's not for me. I don't even know what you should have a daily intake of sodium, what the, the, the guidelines so, are with the FDA. I'll, I'll argue that the thing that I pay attention most to is sugar. And so I have been in, in 2020 doing this kind of experiment with my own health and realizing that there's actually something wrong with me, right? I'm a big guy. I've always been a big guy, but you've known me for years. I don't eat sugary things. I don't eat the desserts. 
I don't eat the cakes. That doesn't mean I haven't had a piece of cake before. It means I don't eat them. I don't have them every day. It means if I have them once every three months, I have them once every three months. I just don't do those things. But weight loss is extremely difficult for me. And so I'm, I've been working with two different doctors to kind of figure out what's going on. And for those people like, hey, I've got the workout plan for you, <laughs> stop. Don't send me an email. I'm saying that there is something to the biology of me, the physiology of me, that isn't, is, that is off, that isn't working. I'm trying to figure out what that is. But the thing that I know for sure is because I've eliminated so much sugar from my life with bread and with pasta, right, those kinds of sugars, and these, I know that I'm better off. The idea that sugar is the enemy, I get. I think that sugar is inflammation. Sugar, your body is not built to process it. I pay no attention to the people who say, well, you know, we're not really carnivores. We're supposed to be herbivores. No, we're not. I'm not putting up with it. I won't have it. And if someone were to scientifically prove it to me, I want them to do it while I'm eating a steak because it's (laughs) never going to end. That's who I am. That's what I'm going to do. And I find when I eat meat, I physically feel better all the way around. Um, I, I, I pay more attention to sugar. That's where this all comes from mm-hmm. than anything else. And I just, the, even though I eat very little sugar, that I still have not been able to achieve a weight loss. Like you, you do a, a keto thing. You'll do an Atkins thing. You can lose 20 pounds in two and a half weeks. Yes. And it's all from eliminating carbs and sugar. I can't. I've already eliminated them and I don't. And that's how I know something's wrong. Right? And that's how I know there's something is off. And I have not yet been able to figure I've done testing. I've. I, I have tried to do it all. I should tell, have you ever done an MRI? Yes. You've gone into the tube. Yeah, I had knee surgery back in 2006. I okay, but okay. Tore some meniscus. Well, somebody thought maybe I should get an MRI for my head. Really? Oh, my gosh. I tried to do it. Oh, the noise. And the noise was not the issue. Claustrophobia uh, wasn't even the issue. No, wasn't. You know what? Remind me to share the story of why I could not do an, an, an MRI. Because we want to see if there was something going on in the head with all of this. Mm-hmm. Could not do it. I, I will get into that story. And this list will be on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. Merry Christmas. Congratulations on getting through it. <laughs> on getting past it. Hope you are relaxing and enjoying. I'm Tony Katz. That's America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, smoking the blend exclusive Salomon from Davidoff. $95 a cigar, people. Dominican absolutely throughout. Now, it's not a cigar that's going to be in your humidor, but if you've got something to celebrate and you've got two hours plus to do, this is an absolutely glorious glorious smoke we're into uh the the second third of this uh cigar that little bit of cream that little bit of nuttiness that that that's coming out of it the the leather and that of course uh me for me all dominicans that spice that exists uh, through that gorgeous it's a gorgeous wrapper it's a gorgeous construction i i enjoy this cigar it's if you want to try something special that's that is is it there is nothing wrong with this cigar in every single way, from construction to the profile 
to, to how it's, for me, burning, everything about this is excellent. It's just at a price point that makes it very special. Well, the other thing, too, is you hear people complain about spending a lot of money on a cigar that they may only get 60 minutes out of. Okay, you're going to spend that kind of money on the smoke. At least you're going to get maybe two hours, possibly three hours. So I, I'm i not going to tell you not to take, not to splurge on this. I, It's a very good smoke. It's a very good smoke. And I will tell you that we've been at this now for an hour and a half. And we still have plenty to go. So now we've been talking throughout and everything else. I think if I was smoking it on my own, really taking a relaxation moment on the back deck, um, 90, 95 minutes is where I would be. But yeah, we will be two hours in this smoke. One of the interesting things about this is that when you when you see something that, that's a Salomon, right? It, it comes down to the tip. You, you V-cut it at the cap and it kind of bulges out in the middle, seven and a quarter inches long. Um, you would think of this as a big, powerful smoke. I'm not getting big power. This is actually a little more mild than I thought it would be, and that is not a negative. That is to describe the flavor that's coming out of the cigar and the strength that's coming out of the cigar. And when you look at it, you look at that that deep, dark uh, milk chocolate, almost dark chocolate, brown wrapper in uh, the oiliness of it, you, w- you would anticipate, I think, more heft to, to the to the power, to the fullness of the cigar, that's not where it is. And that's been pleasant. I have been I have been pleasantly surprised by that. We have paired it with the Angel MB's Cask Strength 2020. We're talking about 120 proof. We're talking uh, about um, uh, $200 a bottle. Again, we're celebrating because it's the end of the year. In your liquor cabinet, well, if you, if you have $200 bourbons in your liquor cabinet, can we please be friends, <laughs> right? It's basically what I'm going for. But in terms of that flavor profile, that bit of of of, of sweet, that bit of um, 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 rum, that that kind of raisin that you're talking about with the sweetness fingers, it works lovely. And I, I me, just one chip. That's all I did. One ice chip right here. I may move it to a big rock just to get an idea if it changes. I think I'm going to do that now just to get an idea because as you add more ice or more water, things do change. They open up. You get different flavors out of it. But the Angel's Envy cast strength is worth the price of admission. It very much is, and uh, I, I love this pairing. I just put a little bit of chilled water in the glass. It took away some of that spice, and not that it needed that, Tony. I didn't mind the, the spice uh, from this, but that, those, those, that raisin, the dark fruits, uh, it, 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 it came out. It, this is just so good. There is a spice. There is a bit of cinnamon going on. Not, not a spice like an herb spice, mm-hmm. but cinnamon is the way I would do it. There's almost a bit of a big red gum mm-hmm. kind of feel on the back of the tongue, which is enjoyable because it's, 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 it doesn't burn going down the throat. There's no real burn in the chest, which is kind of something you'd be expecting, especially with the, the way this is finished off, the deep amber uh, that, is, that is the color of the copper, um, but no burn in the chest, which is really, truly enjoyable. And, of course, with the Hillshire Farms beef summer sausage, you can't go wrong, right? I got a gift pack of Hillshire Farms. I've never actually tried it before. So we opened it up, cracked it open uh, with the uh, yellow uh, cheddar um, processed cheese. I can do it without the cheese. But the summer <laughs> sausage is just lovely. The beef summer sausage is lovely. It's time for news of the week, Fingers Malloy. Well, Tony, we have a Davidoff cigar. We have the Angel's Envy bourbon. Very nice pairing with the Hillshire Farms gift pack. Something you probably wouldn't want to pair with this. Meatloaf. 
No, I would do meatloaf. You would do meatloaf? What you shouldn't do, according to Wisconsin health officials, a cannibal sandwich. Okay. I have heard this story, and there is so much here that is awkward as to be believed. Describe the cannibal sandwich. A cannibal sandwich, Tony, considered a holiday favorite in the state of Wisconsin, consists of raw ground beef on bread with sliced onions, salt, and pepper. No, thank you. The problem here is that it's called a cannibal sandwich. Have you ever done steak tartare? I thought, have you ever had human meat? I thought that's where you were going. I was like, oh, oh this is going to be an odd turn. Uh, no, I've not had so a steak tartare. Tar- steak tartare is, is raw steak. And uh, there's a very good recipe for it at allrecipes.com. It's finely ground beef tenderloin, a pound, a teaspoon of brown mustard, Half a teaspoon of hot pepper sauce like a Tabasco. Me, I would use Cholula because Cholula is brilliant. I love Cholula. A teaspoon of Worcestershire. Teaspoon of Brandy, who, by the way, is a fine girl. What a good wife she would be. Mm -hmm. A pinch of salt, a little ground white pepper to taste, and an egg. And you mix that together and you let that come together, right, uh, to blend it. As as they would say in the Yiddish, famish. You want it to famish. And then you serve it on crackers. Or toast, like some some toast points. So you add the raw egg to it, too. Yes. Oh. Now, steak tartare, when done right, excellent. I actually think that's a rather good recipe right there. That was from allrecipes.com. But the idea of just ground beef and onions, wait, is that it? Just ground beef and onions? Ground beef, sliced onions on bread with salt and pepper, and that's it. Uh, So it's a poor man's steak tartare. But I've been to Wisconsin a fair amount of times. I have purchased bratwursts. From outside of a hardware store, you can right. You can purchase it inside a hardware store in, in Wisconsin. In, it was one of these. It was like a hut on a on a trailer, <laughs> and and it was it, they, they were good brats, right? Brats are tradition of Wisconsin, and I get it. Makes perfect sense. It's it's the name. Why would you go? And it's it's sometimes also called tiger meat. I think they call it tiger meat. And I'm like that's just that is just so unappealing. To me, that is someone coming up with the name on 15 Miller Lights in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I had a friend who... And it would definitely be Miller Lights. Yeah. I, I or had Line a, and Kugel. I, yeah, or Line and Kugel. I had a friend uh, who was a good cook, and I would watch her on several occasions when she would have a recipe with ground beef. She'd throw it in the frying pan, and before it got uh, cooking, she would take a little bit of the raw ground beef and pop it in her mouth. And I wanted to run outside uh, six blocks away and, and vomit. Some people do that. They take oh. a little pinch, a little salt and pepper. Oh, no. I have no ground, issue with that. Ground beef, the no. texture. It's just the whole thing. Do you feel that way about sushi? No. that and I know. It's odd. I mean, I have no problem eating raw tuna. I've had, I, I love sushi. Love sushi. Adore sushi. This is, I mean, you, you got to be a special kind of person to want to do this, right? I get it. It's just, it's the name that's the turnoff. It really is. Why, I mean, have they been giving out this warning like every year? And we just never noticed it? Maybe. I, mean, I would think that they wouldn't. I don't think in 2020 some scientists discovered, hey, you know what may be bad for you? <laughs> Eating raw ground beef. I got a feeling this has been uh, a warning that's come out uh, several years in a row. What else you got? Uh, well, you mentioned special people. Speaking of special people, Dave Chappelle. Special guy. Yes. Uh, you know, there was a, a whole controversy of, you know, a few weeks ago about him saying that he wanted Chappelle's show yanked off of Netflix, and Netflix agreed. They're like, okay, if you don't want to be on Netflix, you don't have to be on Netflix anymore. He made the same request 
of HBO Max. And they also backed down and said, that's fine. Chappelle's this is for Chappelle's show, what he did on Comedy, on Comedy Central. Central. This is a weird story. What he's saying is, look, I signed a contract. I know that these people have the right to distribute it, but I don't want you to. I'm not getting paid for it, so please don't. Yeah. That's a story we should dig into. Keep it here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So I want to follow up on this Dave Chappelle story thing because I know one story, but Fingers Malloy knows another story. And is Dave Chappelle right to ask Netflix and HBO Max not to carry Chappelle's show when the people who own the show, who paid for the show, a contract he signed, have the right to stream it? Eat, drink, smoke, Tony Katz, Fingers Malloy. Find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play. Make sure you write a review and leave a five-star review. If you're listening to the podcast, good job. Make sure you subscribe. This Dave Chappelle story. Now, Chappelle does shows for Netflix. He has a deal. He does comedy shows there, right? He, uh, the Bird Revelation, Equanimity. He's done some other ones. Great, great stuff. He's really gone into this Lenny Bruce phase of his career that I'm adoring. I re- Even if I don't agree with him, I'm very much enjoying what he's doing. But he says very clearly, I signed the contract. They have every right to stream it. I'm just asking Netflix not to. So what he did is he pressured Netflix because of his popularity and because of his power mm-hmm. and said, uh, you don't want to make me angry. And so Netflix said no. And I thought that's what he was doing with HBO Max which is the streaming service, which is $14.99 a month, by the way. You got to really, really love movies in order to get yeah. HBO Max. But you're telling me, Fingers, there's a different story here. Yeah, according to TMZ.com, he, he was talking about uh, a time he went to pitch HBO Chappelle show. And he said, they said, literally, what do we need you for? That's what they told me as they kicked me out of the office. What do we need you for? And here we are all these years later, and they're streaming the very show I was pitching to them. So I'm asking them, what do you need me for? All right. I I got, I got an issue. It is, of course, wrong when they say, what do you need you for? What, what do we need you for? I have had that happen to me in meetings. As I've tried to syndicate uh, radio shows, right, and, and build things, well, what, what do we need you for, right? You're, you're nobody. You're, you're not big enough, right? All, all these guys. Come, come back to me when, you, when you've got 10 stations. Well, 61 stations later for each drink smoke. <laughs> I, I don't plan on going back to some of those people. Right. That much is true. But he signed a deal that allows the show to be streamed. And I I. I don't know if he's if he's playing this in a I don't know I don't know if I like the way he's playing this because what he's you, you get the, the the question the question I would ask him if HBO Max had the show and ran the show do you, are you now the guy telling your millions of fans and followers hey don't listen to HBO Max are you are you going for a cancel culture kind of kind of thing there it just it it, it it doesn't hit right. There's something about it that I find unsavory. Even I, I get that HBO passed on you, and I get they did it in a very unceremonious way. I once got fired from an online TV gig, and in the firing, the, the CEO of the company looked at me and said, bye bye Oh, nice. As I was walking out the door. That's the only words he said in the meeting as they told me they were canceling and, and ending the relationship. 
Bye bye. It happens, right? I have never spoken to this guy since he has reached out to me. I have no interest. I'm not a guy who burns a bridge. I will set that mother on fire. I will then rebuild it and burn it again. <laughs> I got no interest. So I understand the feeling, and he's talking about a lot more money. I just something about it smacks is is awkward. Well, we weren't in the meeting. I can understand if it was really humiliating how they, they, they handled the whole thing. I can understand it, especially, and I'll clean up my language for the show, when you have takeoff money <laughs> Dave Chappelle has. Uh, I could see doing that, but all he did was suggest they take it off. And No, he didn't. He just suggested no, it. No, he didn't. I mean, how can they? Uh, the question is... Uh, it, this is all based, it's not on anything legally that he could do, I don't think. It's just what you mentioned earlier, using his star power at this point, being able to look at HBO and using say... Using the threat of his star power to make their life difficult when they did nothing wrong. They didn't have to take the show at the beginning, their mistake. Could you imagine Chappelle's show with him being able to do all the language he wanted to do? Oh. I'd cry. Oh, it would have been fantastic. But the thing is, you know, going back to, uh, you know, going way back to when uh, the, the whole Jay Leno, uh, David Letterman, who's going to replace Carson deal. Right. They, when they made the decision to go with Jay Leno and, and Letterman moved over to CBS. To, to CBS, it didn't take long before a lot of the execs who were in the decision making process were gone. You know, I, I can't imagine that the people... Many of the people who were in that meeting, there's a good possibility that they don't even work for HBO anymore. So the, I understand holding a grudge against the company, but the people who treated you that way, there's a good possibility that they don't even work for HBO anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. But so then why are you doing it? Uh, just, just some personal satisfaction of being able to, to tell HBO to take off. I, it, it, he, he's allowed to ask and they're allowed to respond any way they want uh, this is the list of the highest paid celebrities of 2020. Kylie Jenner, $590 million. Listen, I have I, I have a bone to pick with you when well, it comes to this. Because I didn't create a cosmetics company? I have been on you for two years now to come up with an eat, drink, smoke cosmetic line. <laughs> and you were like, no, I'm not interested in that. Five hundred. And ninety million dollars, and and it was due in large part to the she sold fifty one percent of uh, the company her Kylie Cosmetics to Cody Incorporated. Right, that's where I get all my cosmetics, by the way, Cody Incorporated. And she has a deal now with Hulu. How do we not have a deal? It's madness. Kanye one hundred seventy million. Roger Federer, tennis player, one hundred six million. Uh, Ronaldo, we're talking about soccer, one hundred five million. Messi with one hundred four. Tyler Perry at $97 million. He impresses. Yeah. With, the, with what he has created, he has in Atlanta a 330-acre compound. It's his studios, 12 sound stages and custom sets. That is impressive as can be. Then you've got Neymar, of course, more soccer at $95.5 million. Howard Stern at $90 million, and he just signed the deal five years at Sirius for $100 million. Yeah. That's crazy. LeBron at 88.2. And The Rock, $87.5 million. Here's the question But I The have Rock really. earned every bit of it. Oh, yeah. And by the way, so LeBron, I'm not, I'm not angry at LeBron, earned every bit of it. Kylie Jenner, 
And, 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 and I'm not I'm not angry with her. She created it. They built the thing. The entire family of the Kardashians. I mean, when we go back and think about it, first of all, the mother clearly is a genius. Yes. Understood how yes. to move this. Their entire fortune comes from, and crude, comes from Kim Kardashian and one sex tape. That's how all this started. She made a, a sex tape and it got out. And after that, off to the races. And how they have moved this, parlayed this. It, it, if you think it's the end of civilization or culture, you, you might. But that whole family has made billions. I just want to say that I've never suggested that we had an eat, drink, smoke sex tape. Well, you don't quite understand how money is made. <laughs> but I mean, my gosh, you know, I hear so many people criticize them and say, oh, you know, they aren't smart. Clearly, they're very smart. I mean, on the TV show, they can be a little ditzy. Uh, but my goodness, there's no arguing uh, when you see numbers like this. I mean, and how old is she? She She's in her she, 20s. Good Lord. And then the sister who's younger than her is a billionaire. <sighs> right? They understood the market. They understood the culture. They understood their people. People would flock to them, and they have done what they've done. I, I have no issue. I have more issues with Meghan Markle and, and Prince Harry. Yeah. Uh, by every stretch. This cigar, we're talking about the blend exclusive Salomon, which we're still on, and I've got another 45 minutes in this cigar. Yep. This is lovely. This is a good way to spend uh, the Christmas weekend. The Angel's Envy cask strength. $200 a bottle, special occasions, but absolutely worth drinking. I hope you had a Merry Christmas, Fingers. I hope it was good for you, and I hope you got more than the uh, This Is My Bourbon Drinking t-shirt. This is a birthday gift. Uh, oh, is that what that was? Yes. Oh, you didn't even get it for Christmas. That's not even right. <laughs> hope you had a Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. We'll be with you. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. <laughs> 